You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Weekly Mobcast, your look at what's happening in pop culture and what's going on in the Mobcast Network. You can follow us on Twitter at Mobcast Network or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mobcast Network. Now here are your hosts, Scotty and Stephanie. Welcome to the Weekly Mobcast, episode 78. 78. 78. I'm so glad you keep up with the numbers because I don't. <laughs> she doesn't go to the website. <laughs> I do go to the website. I can't remember unless I'm looking right at it. I got you. 78. I don't math. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is less math than counting. Right. <laughs> I can count. I right. can't math, but I, I can I, count. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined, as always, by... Your facilitator of fun, Stephanie. Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by Chronicles of Limbo. You should read it. It's fun. You listen to the ad now. I am Josephine DeSalle, and most of my life I've been alone, trapped between the living and the dead, making my way through the multiverse until I found a home in limbo. I was content, except for the ever-present hunger for blood. Then she came into my life, turned my carefully placed order into chaos. I can't imagine life any other way, and I will kill anyone who tries to take her away. Chronicles of Limbo is a science fantasy webcomic set in a world of lasers, magic, and monsters. Written by Scotty O. White with art by J.S. Walker. Discover more at chroniclesoflimbo.com. Um, I saw some new art from Chronicles. Uh, the, uh, we're in a hiatus right now. John's getting caught up in the next, the last ten pages, and oh my god! Oh, is it uh, nice? Oh yeah! <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty awesome. Nice. And so. I am thrilled with the whole idea. Good. Um, so this weekend, this past weekend, yes, I went and uh, Sunday went to the theater. Yes, you did. And I saw uh, Stephanie and Rock of Ages. What did you think about Rock of Ages? It's a good show. It's fun. It's weird. <laughs> How's that weird? I, it wasn't what I was expecting. I had never, I've listened to it. Oh, you've never seen it. Never seen it. It's pretty, I mean, it's that's the way it is. And yeah. it's just, you know, the, it's just bizarre. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, um, I don't know how, like. I don't know if I would have described it as oh, bizarre. It's, no, it's, it's good. It's good. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's such a weird show because the first act is pretty steady. It, mm-hmm. it makes sense. The second act is where everything kind of goes uh, astray. It, it doesn't go in the direction where you think it should. It just goes left field for a right, while. Right, right. This writer's choice. I know. It is kind of weird because it's got all this. I think the second act is you have all these little side stories going on. Right. There's a lot of, you know. And it's almost like, oh, we need to connect these. And really quickly connecting them in the second act. Um, Ironically, I um, am too busy changing clothes to really know what's going on. So... <laughs> Well, uh, if you don't know the show, the show's about a, uh, it's 1987 in L.A. on the L.A., uh, the Sunset Strip, and uh, there's a rock club. Um, what's it? It's Sun- the Bourbon Room. The Bourbon Room. Kind of, okay, so it's, um, uh, it's kind room. of a spoof, like the Viper Room or yeah. the whiskey or the whiskey that yeah. was that was in L.A. Right, right. So that's what this is, is the Bourbon Room. Right, right, right. And, um... It's run by a guy who once opened for uh, the Alan Parsons Project, which I thought was a hilarious joke. Right. And uh, uh, and uh, he's he's that club that all these acts have come through, especially this one called Arsenal, that's you know has reached the like the guns Superstar and yeah, supers the Guns and Roses level of you know, and then but Arsenal's breaking up because the lead singer Stacey Jacks is. Um, uh, Axl Rose. <laughs> there you go. And um, uh, so he convinced uh, Arsenal to come to play the the uh, band for, uh, to the, the venue for one last concert. While this is going on, some Germans decide they want to uh, uh, develop <laughs> take over the Sunset Strip and develop it into like a mall, which to me was a little weird. <laughs> 
Right, right. Well, not necessarily a mall, kind of like a strip mall, like put strip malls right. there is what they want to do. You so know, Shopping good, and... Right, so they want to clean up the strip, the L.A. strip, and get rid, you know, basically get rid of the clubs and all the debauchery and put in strip malls. Yeah. So that was a weird turn. Yeah, it was kind of weird. <laughs> and, and then there's a, there is a, I guess she was a city planner. Hippie, yeah, hippie she, city planner. And then she, you know, she graduated from Berkeley, and she's like, I don't know, 20 years too late. <laughs> right. And so, and when they find out that, you know, they're, they're trying to do this, she's like, she's protesting, and and she's crazy. But whoever's playing her is brilliant. She's amazing. She is so funny in that role. She is, uh, yeah, she's amazing. She's an amazing actor. Love her. And, um, and then, of course, you have... The story of, of the the girl from the Midwest to come to you know L.A. to be a star and ends up in uh, not so well. <laughs> <laughs> she ends up work, dancing in a strip club. Right. And uh, you have a boy from Detroit. This sounds like a Journey song because it is. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and he's trying to be a rock star and um, that doesn't really work out for him either. Right. The main female's name is Sherry Christian. So you get Sherry Oh Sherry Christian. and you get Sister Christian all in one one kind of thing. So, um, But it's filled with um, 80s uh, pieces of 80s music. There's not really, there's like maybe two full songs. Everything else are like chunks. And which is interesting, right? To, and, and to and me, it's like right, and mashups, and t- which was interesting. However, the whole time I'm thinking is like, how is anyone making any money off of this? Because all the rights they have to. <laughs> I I looked in the program, and the first two pages is just like the rights of the songs or who they. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's an expensive show, so that's all I'm going to say. About well, I mean, that. not for you guys. I'm saying for like. You know, the, the team that built and who created it? Yeah. Man. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. But it was a good show. And, and you were wonderful. And Thank she was you. dancing on a pole a lot and doing all kinds of tricks. And Yeah. I'm a stripper. Well, I'm a little bit of everything in the show. I'm I am a, I'm a one of the dancers. So that being said, I'm in almost every scene. Yeah. I'm, whether I'm a waitress in the bar or a rock girl or a stripper or one of the groupies or or the protesters i'm i'm something (laughs) it was a very good show it's very i I thoroughly enjoyed it yeah i'm glad as bizarre as it was i was like i I kept going whoa i didn't see that going and this is a and and like i said the only thing for me was out of place was the the germans but uh um it sort of resolves funny, so I was okay with it. Right. <laughs> so, it worked out. so if you've not seen Rock of Ages, go see Rock of Ages. Uh, if you're from here, you have just missed it. <laughs> That's right. So, um, so uh, go go. It's very different than the movie. I'll put it that way. Right. It's, it's, it's different than the movie. This is this is um, the Broadway show, not right. the not right. the movie. So if you've seen the movie, yeah, that's all you've seen. Similar. Sim- similar characters. Yeah, it's similar. It's similar. I mean, it's close, but it's not but the it's, same. It's different. It's different, but. Uh, and so, but both are equally fun, so. Yeah. Um, so I know what you've been doing. Well, this week or just the, over the weekend? No, the, over the weekend you were dancing, so. Yes, yes. I this week I have been would, relaxing. I figured you've been sleeping. Well, you know, <laughs> I've, I've had, you know I have insomnia issues. And I, it's been horrible lately, so um, I have not been sleeping as much as I want to be. But I've been kind of like resting at home, like. But I've also been working because um, it's the summer now where I work, and so our games are booking. Mm-hmm. So I've been going in every day to work, um, you money, know, money, here money, and there. Money. Yeah, so it's been money. good. But uh, yeah, I, I bought. Was it? Um, what is that stuff? Melatonin. Yes. Yes, I bought that today. We're going to see if that helps. Because three Benadryl does not. Go see your doctor. I know. I will eventually. I didn't. Look what happened. Look what happened. You have all kinds of stuff. But I, don't, I feel better. But I don't want to have all kinds of stuff. But I feel stuff. better. No, no. But I feel better. I have, you know. Right. You know. You know. It is a thing, so. yeah. So, I mean, that'll be the next step. I'm going to see it's, how this Well, you told me does. when I was feeling me, go see a doctor. So, yeah. you know, I love you and I care. Go see a doctor. I need to, because I don't sleep, apparently. Get some Ambien. That'll get you sleeping. Oh, no, I can't take Ambien. I've, been, I've taken it before. It makes you crazy. Oh, no, right? I've, I mean, like, really bad crazy. Oh, yeah, I've been on it before. <laughs> no. But, that's a negative ghostwriter. <laughs> uh. 
No way. So, oh, oh no, I'm just saying, and I've, I've started a new adventure today. Um, I don't know if it was last week. Yeah, I think it was last week. I can't. All my days are running together. Recently, I posted on my Facebook that I was going to start going braless. And today is my first day. Oh, well, congratulations. And it's wonderful. Well, good. So we're going to see how this how this works. Well, cool. Uh, I often go <laughs> braless every day. Right. So Free. I figured I might as well, too. So the new adventure could be the lack of sleep making me do crazy things, but I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> well, go for it. I know our listenership will probably go up. <laughs> Free the tatas. That's it. Free the tatas. Uh, speaking of sleep, so um, um, I guess I don't know if it's stress in my life or whatever. I'm, I've not been sleeping well either. Oh no. But 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 like, I mean, I'll I'll sleep, wake up, and then go right back to sleep, kind of stuff. It's not. But but I have these weird dreams, mm-hmm. and and it, like, they're all the, the they're like, all right, your first dream of the night is going to be horrible. Oh god. And then the second dream on the was it'll make up for it. So it was like the first dream I was I was dreaming like by my ex wife, and it was just a terrible, terrible dream. That sounds horrible. And, and then uh, then I woke up and I was like, well, that was annoying. And then I went back to sleep, and then I woke up, and then I slept, and I dreamt I met Eddie Vedder, and he was like, come play with us on the stage. And I'm like, and then I woke up afterwards going, I'm weighing the options. <laughs> well, you know, if I had to go through that terrible dream to get to that really cool dream, I guess it's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> But I've been having dreams like that, I mean, like like bizarre stuff, huh? Uh, and which remind, which would made me remember this movie that I absolutely love. What's that? You ever seen Dreamscape? Um, I have. I don't remember very much about it. <laughs> okay, I'm about because to... it's been a while. All right, so it's a it's an early '80s movie. It's part of those that um, when we were, it you know, that time in the '80s where we were still afraid of the Russians. Mm-hmm. And afraid of nuclear war, so it's got it's got some nuclear war stuff. Cold War stuff. It's got it stars Dennis Quaid as a psychic. And so and he's been using his psychic powers to like win horse races and things and the the mob is after him. And the government has been working on this project where they can uh Send psychics and turn and, and and send them into people's dreams to help them do stuff. That all being said, the president, who's played by Eddie Albert, is having is supposed to have this these peace talks with the Russians, and all he's doing is dreaming about nuclear war and and these uh, these horrible bombed out cities and these mutated children. I mean, truly frightening stuff. I loved it as a kid. It's all this really bad makeup and it's all this over right. and. and and so the government catches Dennis Quaid. Um, it's got a good cast. It's got Dennis Quaid, and Matt Mons- uh, let's see, uh, Max von Sydow is in it, and uh, Lady Albert, a bunch of other people. And the villain, I cannot think of his name, but he was the guy in the Warriors who went, Warriors, come out and play. Oh, that, yeah. He's been in a few stuff. Like, right. you know, there, he was like a bad guy in like from like 78 to 85. Right, he was right. a bad guy in everything. I was in Twin Peaks too. I was watching Twin Peaks. Twi- I mentioned that last weekend. I, I saw him in Twin Peaks. Anyway, <laughs> I love this movie. It's so ridiculous. There's a there's a claymation snake man in it because there's a oh, little oh the claymation movies. Yeah, so it's like it's got a it's got a uh, a little boy who's having terrible terrible nightmares, and so they're doing this experiment right. they're helping with his nightmares, and his nightmares are all about this giant snake man. Right. And so. Uh, <laughs> Does it like in speaking of dreams? We'll go back. Oh, sure. But, but in one of the Nightmare on Elm Street, in a dream, doesn't Freddy turn into a snake too? Yeah, a very phallic-looking snake. That's uh, with the sweater on it. Yeah, well, he doesn't have a sweater. Does he not? I thought no. he had the hat. No. Does he have the hat or no? The sweater? He's just a, okay. So in Elm Street okay, Three, um, Freddy. Looks, he looked like Freddy. <laughs> well, yeah, he's got a Freddy face okay. and, a, and a very phallic body. Oh, okay. And he's trying to eat Kristen, played by Patricia Arquette. That's right. And uh, originally it was painted flesh color, and they were like, oh, no, you can't do that yeah. because it looks like a male member eating. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. You can't do that. And so they, they kind of, and it's still, but when you watch it, you're like. And it was funny because when I was a kid uh-huh. watching that, and I, and I, I loved M Street 3. Um, and, I, you know, I, I used to rent. I lived in a small town. And uh, like I live in a small town now. The town I grew up in was way smaller than the town I live now. 
And so there was only one place to rent movies was the gas station. Oh yeah. And so uh, and so I'd like every weekend I would rent this this movie at, at um, over at M Street Three, and I never thought of it as like you know a dick. I was like. That's a snake. <laughs> That's a snake eating that lady. Well, maybe you just didn't get the, you know, symbolism. I didn't get it. Symbolism. I, I didn't get the symbolism was still lost on me even more so when I was you know, 10. Uh, well, back uh, to Dreamscape. <laughs> I just thought that just with the snakes and the dreams and stuff. Right. And so, and, uh, Freddie didn't have long arms in the first one. That's right. And so, he's he's always elongating. <laughs> 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 Let your minds go wire you But anyway, so the president is having these dreams, and so they're going to send Dennis Quaid to help him, but they're also sending the uh, other dude, the bad guy guy, and what he's going to do is assassinate the president in his dream, because if you die your dream, you die for they, real. That's what they say. That's what they, I don't know who or they say that. I don't, <laughs> I've died in my dream a couple of times. And, and I'm, you're still here. I'm still here, so... And so I, I, I dreamt... I don't know if I've ever died in a dream. I used to, I used to have vivid dreams as a child. And, um, of course, now that I have such a problem with sleep, I don't really get into any deep REM sleep to dream now, so, which is kind of frustrating. Because I used to enjoy it, because I'd have some weird dreams, and I'd wake up going, wow, that was cool. See, I'm, I'm the kind of guy who likes nightmares, because... Oh, I like them, I, too. Because when I wake up, I, I like, you know, you know, in that panic, uh-huh. and then I laugh, because, ha, ha, that was a good movie, and then I go back to sleep. Right, I'm the same way. Uh, so, so, I, you know, so nightmares don't really get me. Now, um... Parasomnia does. I don't like the um, that moment where you're 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 basically asleep, but awake. Yeah, your mind is awake, but you're basically I mean, kind your of eyes, paranoid. I mean, you're, you're, you know, your eyes are open, everything. You're awake, but your brain's asleep, starting to go to sleep, and so REM's about to start happening. Yeah. And so you're starting to have those light dreams. And so I always think like that's a giant bug on my. And I get up and right. I've and, done that. And look around or. or Oh, you're paralyzed and you can't move. Yeah. Because it's not that you're paralyzed. I hate that. It's not that you're paralyzed. It's just you're asleep. You're, you're in the in-between. <laughs> you're in the sleep. And it's so, awful. Um, uh, we are so awful. But that's fine. Dreams are fun to talk about. They um, are fun. So, uh, the whole parasomnia stuff, the, the par- you know, sleep paralysis and all that is where most people think. Regardless, I know you believe in ghosts. We've had this discussion. And uh, so, uh, h- how about aliens? Do I believe in aliens? Yeah. Um, yes. I believe that there's a possibility of aliens because um, I, I don't think we're the, you know, evolutionary lottery in the whole entire universe. However, I'm not sure if anyone's visited us. I'm also pretty sure they didn't visit uh, uh, Aunt Martha in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There's that. <laughs> and so... I mean, I know... I know people who had some pretty high security clearances in the military who believe in aliens. No, I mean, so I, I'm I, just saying, I, I, there's probably reasons I mean, I, for that. I think I don't know. I why would I don't I, know. I mean, I know we would probably want to go visit somebody, but I think we would do everything we can to make sure that you know we're not discovered. But well, of course, maybe that's what the not U- necessarily true. I mean, well, I mean, and I hate to use something. Um, you know, fictional to to make this argument, but let's look at um, you know Star Trek. Their first contact, they purposely wanted to build a ship to go out there and see what was out there, right, right, but without even thinking about the ramifications yeah, but of they, it. But they do have a prime directive. Now they do, but they didn't in the beginning. Well, Enterprise. Well, I'm talking about the very beginning, like with Cochrane. Well, well, Cochrane. Well, I mean, the, the very beginning with them it would be Enterprise because Cochrane helps. Develop the warp drive. Right, but it's still years later after yeah, Cochrane yeah, right, when they start right. establishing rules and, and, and stuff. Yeah, but they were establishing rules because of the because the Vulcans had. I mean, they had first contact procedures, and our first contact oh, ours our first, first contact. <laughs> right. I'm going to join the Federation one day, because um, Earth is a planet. Don't judge me. Um, well, I mean, yeah, I'm just saying so that Earth, the Federation adopted their or, or Starfleet adopted their um, first contact protocol from right. the Vulcans. Yeah, and which so, always comes but what I'm saying is, is I think that if we had the ability to go and see what's out there we'd probably go and see what's out there without yeah, thinking about I don't know. I don't the think consequences I, necessarily. Well, I, I, see, I don't think about it either too because, you know, bringing it back to reality, we think about the consequences all the time. So that's why like um, 
when we build satellites and probes and, and, and things to go out there, they're built in... What if it's not the United States, though, that goes out there first? I'm just saying. You I, never know. Right. But I think... I, I mean, I think universally, mm-hmm. you know, those countries that have uh, the, the, finance, the, the finances and the technology to do so, so us, yeah. Russia... Um, India, China, those places. Right. I, I don't. I think they all follow the same protocol. So you know, those places are built in. You know, those those machines are built in clean rooms, so there's no bacteria. Right. And so there, when they launch the space, there's no contamination. So there's you know, when when Curiosity lands on Mars, it's supposed to be sterile. Right. So you know, if so, if we're worried about microbes, I'm pretty sure we're worried about us <laughs> going to, you know, invade and 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 what we're going to bring. So. But yes, I, I definitely believe in aliens. And I think even and to keep it in reality, like when we go uh, observe animals, we try to stay hidden to observe right. them in the natural habitat. And I think we would still kind of follow the same protocol. It's true. Then again, we don't really do that to the same good people. <laughs> no. You know, you find indigenous people, and we just kind of like... Want to take over. Let's go, let's... Their them. lives would be better if we did this. <laughs> right. It's like, did you ask them what they wanted? And then we ruin their lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so. Um, so it's interesting. The only reason why I brought the alien thing is because of the sleep paralysis and stuff. It's, it's, a lot of that stuff seems to lend itself hand in hand. Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with aliens. I think it's just no, part of your... No, I, no, it's not. I'm, what I'm saying is your brain going, that's an alien and I can't move and he's hitting me with a rain. Oh, it's my imagination because I'm half dreaming. Oh, imagination. Imagination, which is my favorite SpongeBob episode. It's my favorite, um, one of my favorite South Park episodes. Yes, that's a good one. Um, speaking of cartoons, so we're literally all over the place today. Um I I'm, I posted this on my Facebook feed. I'm oh, gonna, God, I saw this. I'm going to say this again. I am nearly 40 years old. And I am damn excited for the new DuckTales cartoon. I, I'm, I'm going to play the theme song now, oh, part of it now, and then at the end of the episode, we're going to listen to it. Why? Because I like it. <laughs> or I could just sing it. <laughs>
So, well, you're a couple years older than me, but did you watch that kills? Um, I did, but mostly, I'm trying to remember if I had kids at that point. What, what year did it no, come out? No, you have kids. <laughs> DuckTales? I remember watching DuckTales, but I guess it must have been in syndication when well, my kids... All, it, it was always in syndication. That's what I'm saying. So I, I think I watched it with my kids, okay. if that makes sense. That makes sense. So I definitely am very familiar with DuckTales. So what year did you graduate? Five years after you. Oh, okay, five years after me? I mean, before you. <laughs> five years before you. All right, so... Oh, yeah, you remember DuckTales. Duck yeah. So you were you were definitely in, in early middle school, late elementary school when, when DuckTales started. Okay. So you were in the prime viewing to yeah, watch. Yeah, you know, I probably watched it then. And so... I mean, I definitely watched it. I just don't remember at what point right, it was I, watched. I remember... All right, so the first episode of DuckTales was a... Because, you know, all about cartoons back then did this, you know, five-part... Yeah, it was going to air every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Right. And it was going to, but it was a one story, but they're doing it, you know, 20, 30 minutes at a time. Right. It was about Scrooge McDuck looking for the lost city of gold. And there's a an old conquistador dog <laughs> that was like as old as the conquistadors. And he's, he, there's a, there's a, tre, uh, a treasure map that's in a boat. And it like 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 a picture like a, a model of a ship, right? And it's all the clues are there. I remember most of it. I, I really like to see it again, but um, that's kind of neat. It was a fun show, uh, and um, you know, I and I always liked Scrooge, for, and I always wanted it to, because I, I always wanted to be rich, and I just wanted to be so rich I could swim in my money, which is physically impossible, but I don't care. I would try. <laughs> I would totally try. It. I would. <laughs> That's how you end up in traction. <laughs> All the gold is gold is pretty dense. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would still I lay on it, lay across it. Oh word! And roll all over it. Um, so the new Ducktales looks like it's more in line with the old Ducktales comic books that were huh. the old Scrooge McDuck comic books and all about comic books from the 30s to 50s kind of thing, which you know, um, because Donald's in it and. Um, Donald, I mean, Donald wasn't in DuckTales. He was on a few episodes. And the story of his is that Donald joins the Navy. Okay. And so he goes off to join the Navy, and he his nephews that he cares for, which makes no sense to me. I don't know why he's not their dad. Um, Who is their dad? No one knows! Or their mother. All right. And so and if you know, please tweet me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I would like to know. And so he goes to give, he gives the boys to his great uncle, well, his uncle, their great uncle Scrooge, and so the Scrooge and the boys all have adventures, and then he gets a he has to get a housekeeper nanny because the butler uh, is uh, can't handle everything, and so they get um, Mrs. Beakley, and she brings in her granddaughter Webigail. because I don't know what is with Disney and parents. I don't know. Like Disney, Disney Disney doesn't want you to have parents. Right, they don't. They want your parents to be dead. Yeah, your parents Period. are dead. It's it's like it's like Huey and Louie have the Batman origin. Yeah, pretty much. Webigail has the Batman origin. It's sad. They're all bat people. <laughs> I'm trying to see if it says here. Oh, she's looking up. I'm looking it up, man. You can keep talking while I'm doing trust this. Trust me, I will. It'll take a minute. Um because I'm then, sure. And then there's uh uh Scrooge's uh his pilot, uh, Launchpad McQuack, who was a great pilot, he just doesn't land very well. Would you like to know what their full names are? Oh, yes! Okay. Duck Tales trivia. Here we go. Huey's name is Hubert Duck. Dewey is Deuteronomy Duck. And Louie is Lewis Duck. Deuteronomy? Deuteronomy Duck. That is that is some serious... And, and it says here... Family. It just says duck family. So, and I'm clicking on it because it's lit up for me to. So, the duck family. <laughs> the duck family is related to the coot, goose, and gander families. Okay. That's crazy stuff. Uh, Grandma duck, Donald duck, Daisy duck, Gladstone gander, Huey, Dewey. Yeah, Gladstone the gander is kind of a villain. He's he's super lucky. Right, um, I'm not seeing any parents for these poor children. They just sprung out of eggs. They did. They did. They're like you know just loose eggs. We found them. Oh wait, they? family tree. Let's see. <laughs> this is crazy. Ancestors: pintail duck, <laughs> humperdink duck, 
I'm sorry. I didn't know this was a thing. <laughs> they have like a family tree. Of right, these. right. Oh, my gosh. It's Disney. Come on. They're going to have to have something. I mean, it is. It's awesome. But, it's like, awesome. all the princesses, I don't name. Here's like, Donald's grandmother, Elvira Grandma Duck. I'm trying to think, like, if any of the princesses have parents. Like, Mulan, who, who's not a princess, but her dad's alive. Okay. But, but her mom's not, right? Right. No, her dad's not alive. No, her dad's alive because that's that's why she goes to fights because he's so old. I thought she went to fight because he died and she took his armor. No, he has to. Th- no, he, they would just okay. skip her if they're like, oh, this family's dead. They okay, moving on. All right. <laughs> if he's like so old, well, she doesn't remember. want. She doesn't. You know, she goes to fight in his yeah. instead. Well, Elsa, um, Elsa and Anna's parents died in that shipwreck. Right on their on their way to right. The Little Snow Mermaid. White's parents are dead. dead. Sleeping Beauty's parents. Are. Cinderella's parents are dead. No, I think Sleeping Beauty's parents are around. Right. The mother is dead, and the father got over. killed by um, by Maleficent. All right. Uh, and. Um, so, okay, so Cinderella's parents are dead. Rapunzel's parents are alive. I don't know. Who's your yeah. father? The, the king. Oh, the king, that's right. right. She does. She finds her parents. Right, because... That's the only, like, happy... <laughs> right. <'cause it's> the... <laughs> so, you're right about that. Right, so that uh, Ariel's dad's alive, but we don't know about her mom. Right. Uh, um, Jasmine, to... mom dead, father alive. Yeah, father alive. So, a lot of mom deaths... A lot of moms. It's, it's it's like it's like sitcoms in the eighties. Yeah. Like everybody who like most sitcoms were children raised by bumbling fathers. There was no mothers in any pictures. So Disney basically is you know you're not interesting unless you have a dead parent or two. You're right. <laughs> Tiana, her parents are dead. Her mom's alive. Her mom's alive. That's right. Her, her dad, mom's Oprah. That's right. Her dad's So dead. they're a bunch of single families. Yeah. A bunch of single families. Single or broken families. Because Belle's dad's alive. That's why she ends up with the beast. Mm-hmm. Um, Pocahontas' dad is the chief. Right. Um, her mom might be alive. Simba, uh, Simba's parents are alive. He's not a princess. But his Simba's parents are alive and then uh, Mufasa's killed. Yeah. But... Um, his mother's still alive. Yeah, who, who, I can't who, remember what her name is. Can't think of her name because I want to say Nala, but that's the other that's, the, the girl. That's Simba's wife. Yeah, Simba's wife. And so Pinja. <laughs> Pinja again. I love that movie. It's been a while since I've seen it though. It's crazy when oh, you think about it. Wow. So maybe maybe things will get better. Princess Leia, her parents <laughs> dead. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this on the Star Wars podcast uh, last week too about Leia's. So there was a meme. That, just to get kind of political, there was a meme I posted a couple of weeks ago on my Facebook page about, um, it was about Luke Skywalker, and it's like, you know, it, you know, makes you think of, you know, uh, when you think about the story of Star Wars, it, it's about a boy who gets indoctrinated into a religion, who joins a terrorist group and destroys, you know, to fight right. him, who causes a terrorist act and blows up, you know, whatever. Cause a lot of deaths and whatever. And, and, and people were like, lost their mind. I didn't make the meme, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> right. I, mean, I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. And then. Because you and I can see outside the right, box right, right, and right. Make, make jokes and of it. So, um, I had friends who were like, were really upset about this. And, and it's like, no, no, it was, a, it was a military operation. And I was like, it wasn't. It's not at all. It's not. It, they're not military. Jedi is not military. Well, they're not, you know, the, the Rebel Alliance, while they're, they are a. An, a they're, military group. They're a terrorist organization. They're not recognized as a government by the 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 empire. The no. empire's not going to recognize them. No. They're re- rebels, right? <laughs> Which is a terrorist organization. organization. And so I did a whole bit about like you know, you know, there. Someone mentioned about like the you know the death of Alderaan and how those people got killed. The Death Star was justified for that. And I said. No, Alderaan was killed because of what what happened at Scarif. Bail Organa got it. got his people killed straight up. And after thinking right. about it, I totally believe Bail Organa got his people killed straight up. Yes. Killed. Watching the Rogue One, Vader watches the Tantive Four fly off. He's like, ain't no rope for that planet. That planet's gone. And that's right. <laughs> got a planet killer out there. I want to try to do that. Bail Organa got your people killed. That's right. <laughs> and really, think about it. Working with the Empire didn't necessarily look like a bad gig. You know, in canon it doesn't really. No, not not in canon. Well, like Rebels, in Rebels, the aliens on Lothal have, have it pretty bad. Right. 
but well, but, I'm not talking about like the labor. I'm uh, talking about like if you were a government official, right? Or, right. Or, but I'm, oh, but yeah. I'm, yeah, I mean, if you serve the empire, you treat it pretty well. Yeah, it looks like. I mean, they're kind of competitive, but. And I'm not justifying the empire. I know you would. <laughs> I don't but, know what you're talking about, Scotty. <coughs> uh, you're trying to drive join the 501st. So. Yes, I am. <laughs> so, no, I just thought it was interesting. I kept pointing, well, from a certain point of view, because that's all the Star Wars is now. And, uh, and you know, we're, we're only seeing it from the perspective of the rebels. Right. That being said, here's I have not been excited for a video game in a very long time. I don't really play a lot of video games. I like them. I don't play a lot of them. I don't know. I don't even own a game system. Right. Uh, the last one I had was an Xbox 360, and the last time I actually probably broke it out was about three years ago. Oh, wow. Right. So, that I mean, I don't play it. Maybe longer than that. In fact, I've got games I've bought that are still sealed in packaging. Oh, wow. Yeah, so so I don't play a lot of games. And so E3 was this, this this past week, and E3 is the big video game conference. Right. And, and so, and EA, Electronic Arts, uh, they uh, showed off their new Star Wars Battlefront game. Mm-hmm. And so you know, it's a you know it's a first person shooter where you can be whatever all these you know rebels or empire or whatever. It goes through a bunch of different ages. So you can like clone you know do Clone Wars and do uh, first order stuff too from uh, Force Awakens. But there's a there is a single play single player option this time around that wasn't in the first one. Huh. And the story is a new story, and so it's canon that bridges the gap between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. And it's about, it's all from the Imperial perspective. Oh, nice. And so you play a leader of an Imperial, like a, like a special forces group, who was on Endor, and they watched the Death Star blow up, and then they got to figure out what the hell they're going to do. And the the leaders of uh, this this lady whose father who's a he's an admiral, mm-hmm. and she's been she's devout. Right. And she she loves the emperor and can't believe this has happened. And she's trying to kill Luke Skywalker because that's the you know, man right. who destroyed this. And so that's what you play through. You play through you know from you know from you know for, uh, you know the Return of Jedi to the Force Awakens. And I'm like I cannot wait. It that looks amazing. Awesome. It looks the graphics look cool. The character looks really neat. She looks like a TIE fighter pilot. Right. But she, but they got cool armor and spi- you know special stripes. The neatest thing is that so there was a consti- contingency plan. And um, apparently when the Emperor th- uh, thought he was going to die, and he recorded these messages that are sent on robots, and the robots look like um, the, his royal guard, the red right, guys. Right, right. But they have helmets that are like glass bubbles uh-huh. or gas, gas, glass face shields. Right. And that project a hologram of him to give the message to nice. whoever. So he's given this message. And so they animated one of those for the game, and it looks amazing. Oh, I'm my like, God. I'm like, so uh, I'll post the trailer on the show notes because the trailer's pretty, pretty, pretty awesome. So. so I'm excited. So I pre-ordered the game today. That'll be fun. So and I pre-ordered the collector's edition. <laughs> and I, this is here's something I didn't know. I'm so old at this. I pre-ordered this game and realized I'm not getting a physical copy of the game. It's going to be a download. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. I, I, so I'm getting a download. So you have to get online, I guess, with your game system. Are you online with your game system? <laughs> About that. <laughs> I haven't even purchased a game system that can play it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. So now, between now and uh, it comes out November 14th, before, between now and November, mm-hmm. I have to get an Xbox. I was going to say, are you going one. Xbox? I'm doing Xbox. That's what yeah. Jack has, Xbox yeah, One. He, he games all the time, though. Uh, my webcomic artist and his wife have two Xboxes, and I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll play Xbox with you guys. And so that's how I picked. Nice. And I've had Xboxes for the last for the last few. Minutes, so. That's pretty much all, all Jack has ever wanted. My ex-husband um, has both. Um, and I don't know because some games are exclusive to one, yeah. and so he's he has both because uh, he games a lot. But um, I like I like Xbox over. Well, when I get it, I'll bring it over. We can play it. So That'll be fun. So you can kill rebels. That would be awesome. <laughs> All day long, because I'm like that. Yeah. Looks pew, pew, pew. Right. Well, if you had moved across the street from me, that <sighs> would have been awesome. You know, I would have. I would seriously considered it, but I looked at like my current finances, which are okay. Uh huh. But 
if I did that. Oh, real quick. Um, the house across the street from Stephanie's is for rent now. Yeah. <coughs> and I really wanted Scotty to move. And like, I was, you know, I really thought about doing it. But, I'll, you know, you, you have to look at, you know, like, and so doing all that and getting, you know, you know put in for, you know, the cost of actually moving. And then I'd have to buy, I only have a few furniture pieces. I had to buy, I would have to buy stuff. And so I wouldn't be as financially stable after it was done. <laughs> and I kept thinking, what if something terrible happened <laughs> like a <laughs> week later? So I, oh. um, so I just kind of was like, if it was, if I had, like, if I had known that they were thinking about doing this and like, yeah. hey, we're going to do this like in October. And like, I could have prepped for it, but it was such a fast turnaround. I was like, I don't really, don't want to blow everything I have. Been right. saying. <laughs> I totally get that. I totally get that. Money is terrible. I hate money. I wish we didn't have to have it. But it would be so cool. We could set up one of the rooms as a podcast studio. Right? It would be so good. It would be amazing. Uh, but we'll have our studio one day. Yeah. It will happen. Um, so, what else is going on? Oh, oh go ahead. Well, I was just saying that I did something very um, out of character and girly today. Something that I didn't think I would do. But, um, took off your bra. <laughs> well, <laughs> took off my bra. It's wonderful. <laughs> but, um, no, I was uh, sitting at home, you know, and flipping, flipping through all the streaming stuff I have, and Beauty and the Beast is available. I watched it. You know, I still haven't seen it. <sighs> I'm, I'm gonna get I, it. How, how do we save this? Because I want to talk about it with you. Yeah, we can. I'm just, you know, you know all I'm going to say is I'm glad I didn't pay money to see it in the theater. But you paid to get it streaming right. Or is it... Yeah, yeah, but not near as much as what right. I would have paid for it's the a, theater. It's, it's, it's on Redbox, and I have a Redbox coupon. That's what I'm spending. That's on. awesome. So uh, Redbox hit me up today going, hey, you have a coupon that's going to expire in five days. I'm like, I used to do Redbox. I'm so lazy. It's so much easier for me to just click on it and say, yeah, I'll rent. Yeah, but I have a Redbox right by my house, and I don't have all that clicky stuff that you've got. Right. So, oh, yeah. That's true. So um, All my clicky stuff. All your clicky stuff. Uh, I want, you were talking about exclusive video games stuff, like uh, how they do exclusive mm-hmm. stuff. I want to talk about the other thing. That, so, um, and this is just me getting old, I guess. Um, so, PlayStation uh, is coming out with, I guess, Sony. Um, since Sony has a Spider-Man license, they have a Spider-Man game, and they show actual gameplay of the Spider-Man, the Spider-Man game, and it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It made me so queasy to watch. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so, because you're literally leaping in the air and falling for the building and shooting webs and beating up people, and I'm just like, I could never play this. It is crazy. I, I would have to have drama. I mean, I just couldn't. And I don't get like queasy like that. I I take that back. I, I don't get queasy. Like, I don't get like seasickness, or or I have never had seasickness. I've never been motion sick. Oh, okay. However, that one made you loopy. When, yeah, when I play, was it all the swinging and through the? No, it's usually the jumping. Like, like I get like it's. I am sitting down, and I know I'm safe, but I'll get that 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 kick to the pit of your stomach. Oh yeah. When you have those like long, you're like oh right. I'll do that. Like it's like being in an elevator, yeah. and I don't. I've always done it for any any kind of game that has a long jump or whatever. Oh. oh! <laughs> I remember being six years old at Six Flags over Georgia and near Atlanta. And um, they had, I guess, if it wasn't an IMAX, it was like what IMAX would be. Right. I think it was, because I think at the time IMAX was, there wasn't IMAX theaters, but I think they were like, here's a Disney World, they have this thing. Right. And, a, and one of the things was like a, it was a Chrysler or a Ford or maybe a Chevy one of those car GM is a vehicle, probably, but it was like it was like a, a, a film about cars and stuff. Right. And one of the things on there was like they went up the great uh, the uh, great the Great American uh, Screen Machine, which is a wooden roller roller coaster that they have. Right. And so with the car, with, it's, no, you weren't in the car. You were just sitting in the theater, oh, okay. watching this giant. Right. But screen. the car got you, on the no, not the car, just. I'm just saying okay. DM or whoever sponsored this whole thing. That's why I remember it. I see. I, that's why I'm doing the connection. And so, but it gave you the first person perspective of you being in that front car and you would go up while you weren't moving or anything. And then, you know, you'd go down the first dip. And I just remember just hollering. Oh my gosh. <laughs> ah! 
It's like the footage of, uh, have you ever seen the, well, I don't know if there's footage of this, but there were stories about when motion pictures first came around, um, they, they, they had picture, they had the images of a train moving toward the screen, and people freaked the hell out, jumped out of the way oh and stuff. Oh my gosh, because they weren't they, used to it. Yeah, they weren't used to it. The train was coming from them, and that's what you do, you duck out of the way. Yeah, Universal has a lot of stuff like that, that, you know, they're, um, I guess, attractions, they're like rides and attractions, like they're Harry Potter attractions it's you're like in this little whatever it is contraption and it moves and it you know does all kinds of stuff goes along a trail but you have all this action going on around you like on a screen like three right. 3d kind of stuff and um it does and there's a point where it, you know you're playing quidditch and so you are on the broom basically is what it wants you to feel like so you go up and then drop down really oh. fast and i would i would um, i would giggle after it but that, that, that <laughs> oh, i don't like that feeling right. and i have no other way to call it beside the it, woo yeah the, <gasps> but there's there's a lot of that <laughs> and so uh, i don't know why i remember that but yeah um, just the pit of the stomach. That's what this video game was doing. I watched. I watched the whole five minute clip and was just like, uh, "That was tough." Hold on one second. All right. All right. So from the other point. So uh, talking about the motion sensor. So we were talking about. Um, or the motion. The motion stuff about the new Spider Man game from the uh, for PS4 that I can't play because it's um, makes me queasy. <laughs> I'm getting old. There's like so much going on. Um, but while we were talking about this, we, we took a, a quick break, so it was a weird edit point, but we're joined by Kevin Laporte from Inverse Press. What's up, Kevin? Not much, Scotty. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for coming in early. It's great. I'm glad to have you on the show. Sure. No problem. So uh, I'll, I'll bring this up. We'll, uh, we'll talk about this. So uh, do you guys remember the 1991 movie Flatliners? Yes, I love that movie. I remember it. I don't think I actually uh, stayed awake through the entire screening of the new one. I've seen it multiple times. <laughs> I saw it, I saw it a couple times when I was a kid. It's been a long time since mm-hmm. I've seen it. So it's Kevin Bacon and uh, Julia Roberts and who else is in this? Um, um it's got um, Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland's in it um, and uh, uh, Oliver Platt. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know, you, you gotta have something to do. Everyone had to be that one best friend that was Oliver Platt. That's that rolls for, for for Oliver Platt like that. That's it. So they've um either made a sequel or an homage or remake. I'm hearing conflicting reports, but it's a it's a new Flatliners. Oh, out. okay. Apparently, Kevin Bacon is in it. Is yeah, right, that? right. He's in it, but I was I didn't know that. I thought it was a remake, and a friend of ours pointed out, no, 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 it's a sequel. Yeah. And my argument is most sequels have two <laughs> right. in the title. And so this one, but it's the same premise. So it's, uh, it's got yeah. um, is he Well, is he playing his I don't know. previous character <laughs> I, I or know. maybe just someone else? Uh, I, I, I don't know, but it's got uh, Ellen Page in it. She's the kind of the lead in this one. So Kitty Pride and Sebastian Shaw. Yes, it is. Pretty much. <laughs> it's yes. like an X-Men movie. Uh, I'm trying I'm, I'm pulling up the cast list too. But I you know I had to be like, make an account. I'm like, no, you you're not the boss of me. Uh, I have an account. Would you like me to pull it out? No, I can <laughs> I have to show this this app who's boss. Flatliners, <laughs> 2017. So um uh oh uh is in it, so uh, uh Cassian. From Rogue One. There you go. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> and uh, someone else was pretty big in it, but everybody else seems kind of not so huge. <laughs> but they'll get there one day. It'll be interesting. I just wonder if there's a Billy Mahoney in it. Uh, you remember, remember? See, what I remember yeah. for is Kiefer Sutherland, when right. he went to the dead world or whatever. Apparently, he had to face the fact that he killed some child when he was a little boy. Right. Some hockey, and so this this ten year old hockey player was kicking his ass throughout the movie. <laughs> that is the truth. So I, uh, you know, I hope there's a Billy Mahoney. <laughs> Maybe Kiefer Sutherland is Billy Mahoney. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> so that would be I'm, uh, I'm, I'm. It's coming out in the summer. I think it looks. It looks interesting. I finally, um, there was. Uh, I watched the most current. American Gods, and I liked this last episode. Are you caught up? No, I'm doing it this uh, weekend. Finally, one I like that didn't 
you know, wasn't too weird to watch. Have you seen it yet? No, publishing keeps me from TV most of the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I'm a publisher. <laughs> keeps me busy. Wrestling comics <laughs> keep me from watching TV. So, so Mr. Hurst. Uh, <laughs> there you go. It's not uh, because I'm counting I'm, money. I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, pennies are money, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, I haven't caught up. I will ca- catch up this weekend. I, I was going to, I swear I was... And then Friday, I started watching House of Cards, and I binged that. It's all good. So I'm, I'm caught up on House of Cards, though. So I haven't had a lot of time to catch up on anything either. I just what I wanted to watch that, so but I, I did. I bought a Stars Channel pack for Amazon and you're Prime still not there yet. to watch to watch this, and I watched one episode, and that was like I've paid for a month of this, and I'm like. Way past my trial. <laughs> I'm in my second month where I actually paid money. I mean, I've heard good things about it. It's good. Yeah, um, yeah. I love the novel. I The first several episodes of the TV show, I had a really hard time concentrating. Uh, I, the It's the way it's filmed, you know. The, right. the, there's a lot of... Um, it's very dark. Um, the There's music... Throughout the whole thing, and to me, it's very distracting type music. I mean, it's it's over the the music is overwhelming in the episodes mm-hmm. for me, and it's continuous. Um, so it's just it's really hard. I have to concentrate to watch it. But this past episode, for whatever reason, um, was not that bad. So <laughs> it's like they've calmed down on it a little bit. Well, I will. I'm, it's on my list. I will, I will watch it this weekend. Mm-hmm. Probably most or probably. If, Probably Friday after work, so I'm not yeah. doing it. It's very grainy, very Friday. dark, yeah. so you do have to kind of really pay attention. Sounds oh. very highly produced. Well, it's Brian Fuller, so I mean, if it's like anything else he's done, everything he's done is high, you know super produced. I mean, right? Yeah. Um, if you watched Hannibal, I mean, um, yeah. yeah. But Hannibal was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> Start to finish, and it didn't not have music always. Yeah, just <laughs> so nuanced and perfect. <laughs> Best okay. final episode of any show ever. Hannibal was. Hannibal's great. I loved it. Loved it. Um, it's. Uh, I wanted more even after the final episode. I'm like, we can't squeeze another season out of this. I he think keeps they talking about it. He wants to do the Silence of the Lamb season. So, but then they'd uh, have to fix the finale, and I don't know how they would do that. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert for a show that was came out three years ago. Yeah, they killed him at the end, and so or launched him from uh, like oh. off a cliff. <laughs> He could have survived. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish they would do a, a a version of Red Dragon where Will Graham gets his face all cut up like he's supposed to. Like the Tooth Fairy's supposed to make him look like Picasso torn in because he's supposed to be like horribly deformed. They ain't doing that. Uh, nobody wants to see that. I, I do. I just said I do. I would I, like to kind of see that. Yeah. Too. So two people lie. or two out of three. I, I would like to. So From give, a makeup perspective. Give it twenty years, somebody will do it. Yeah. I doubt it. I doubt it. So uh, we were you were mentioning uh, publishing. Uh, Kevin's behind Inverse Press, and uh, your new venture is um, Square Circle. Square Circle Comics. Hey, I remembered. That's right. Oh, it's on this comic you gave me. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about that. Uh, well, uh, last year a writer, a friend of mine, John Crowther, does Rochelle for Antarctic Press. Uh, Rochelle, the teenage cockroach. A uh, friend of mine has backed a lot of our comics projects over the years. He approached me with the idea of doing uh, biographical comics for wrestlers, particularly uh, classic wrestlers, starting with uh, the amazing Nikolai Volkov, <laughs> the primary Russian heel for the 70s and 80s. And uh, I loved what he's doing. He had uh, hired Del Barris, who designed a lot of the Transformers in the 80s, a lot of the G.I. Joe characters in the 80s, and just about any cartoon you can think of from the 80s and early 90s, Dill was involved in production art or uh, some aspect of design for those shows, and he's the one that's been drawing it, um, and just did an amazing job. I was impressed, so we took it to Kickstarter, had a successful campaign, and we can't stop the flood of wrestlers that want their own comic book now. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it's turned into something you, quite unexpected. Your next, your next one, I had heard of, uh, of Nikolai, and, and, you know, I was a wrestling fan back in, you know, I guess, like, as a kid. Mm-hmm. And then I think in my early teens, uh, I had a resurgence, but I, I never really was a diehard wrestling wrestling uh, fanatic. But um, I didn't know Nikolai. I was watching him wrestle. Back in the day, watch him sing the. Russian I was <laughs> huge into wrestling in the eighties. 
And so you so the next one is for um, a tag team called the Killer Bees. The killer Bees, who yeah. were contemporaries. See, I, I see. I don't remember I them. The but Stephanie's face lit up. It <laughs> did. At WrestleMania three, they actually wrestled against Nikolai. Uh, for the tag team championships, Nikolai and the Iron Sheik. I remember oh, the yeah. currently relevant thanks to Howard Stern. <laughs> Iron <Yep>. Sheik. <laughs> yeah, F bombs everywhere. <laughs> uh, so uh, when is that comic? <laughs> uh, don't rule it out. I don't rule anything out. You, I mean, you've done some amazing stuff. Uh, uh, okay, we we signed Hacksaw Jim Duggan yesterday. So we're congratulations. Oh, awesome. I love Hacksaw Jim Duggan. We're totally psyched. Yeah. So met him at a uh, Comic-Con in Hattiesburg about a month ago, and he was interested in what we were doing, good friends with Nikolai. Uh, it's a tight community. Oh, uh, yeah, that's what I, what I hear. It's been and, a... And so it's been fun just to meet these guys. Most of them are such nice guys, and, uh, you know, your career's not long in wrestling. You're getting slammed around for, <laughs> you know, violently all the time. It's, it's yeah. a short run, and but they want to preserve their legacy. They want to tell their story. Oh, yeah. So it's been great. It's just and a lot of fun. And I think I think now we're in such a you know, an, an era that we we just devour pop culture so much. That's mm-hmm. I mean, you know, these guys are seeing this this huge resurgence. That they, I mean, every time you go to a, a Comic Con now, there's always a, a wrestling segment there. Sure. You, you'll see. You know, four or five, like at Pensacom, they had Jake Snake and a bunch of others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so, which was interesting and neat. Mick so, Foley, which yeah. I love. Yeah, Mick Foley was there, and so uh, it's, it's so it's it's really neat to see you know that kind of resurgence happen. So, I'm glad you jumped on this. This is, it's a yeah. cool Did idea. Did you say you're going to Jackson to? Miss yes, I'm going to. Thing? Yeah, I got. We just I got uh, media passes. Uh, yeah, so I'm going. Nikolai will be up there. Where are you going? Uh, the Mississippi Comic Con. It's in Jackson, Mississippi. Week after next. Week after next. So, yeah. so for, if you're listening to this podcast, next week. That's right. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. June 24th to 25th. So I'll be there that Sunday. But yeah, we're, but, yeah, we'll put in for a media pass, and they were like, you guys are neat. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, the email was like that. And I was like, oh, <laughs> they had heard of us. Wow. That's cute. <laughs> so, uh, so what else is next on your on your horizon? Are you um, the wrestling comics have taken up a lot of my time, but a personal project uh, will be coming to uh, fruition here soon. Uh, the second volume of Scissor Sisters, which our, is excellent, our, our story of uh, two women uh, caught at different ends of the time stream trying to get back together and separated by millennia and by a consortium of evildoers spread across the time stream. So. Well, I read the first issue. It was great. So, well, thanks, man. I'm and, uh, a fan. Real, real happy with the uh, how the second one's coming along. Almost the art's almost done, so it's got a little coloring and uh, some lettering to do, and it'll be ready. So I expect to take it to crowdfunding by the end of July. And and if you've not sure known about Inverse Press, just Kickstart because they've got they've been, you've had a very very successful career in Kickstarter. Yes, and, and in modern times. Uh, Distribution is dicey and expensive, and is not going to really turn you a profit. Um, probably not pay for your production, but crowdfunding will pay for your production. Right, right. Yeah. Which so, is so, good. Yeah, and you have proven time and time again. So twenty-six times. I am wow. proud of you. I mean, I'm glad. I'm, I mean, I've known you for. Uh, I, I, that's actually, crazy. actually, I'll bring this. I mean, I'll bring this because uh, Kevin's gonna. You'll, you'll hear more from Kevin at on the next episode of My Star Wars Life, which will probably air tomorrow. And uh, Kevin and I have known each other. For twenty years this year, mm-hmm. and so I I have seen Kevin for these little ideas grow into this this small empire that he's oh, <laughs> wow. which is very, very small. Hey, it's an empire, man! An it's an empire. empire. <laughs> it's a, it's a, you know, you take what you can get when you get so very very proud of you, and I wish you nothing but more success in the I future. So. Absolutely. Um, so speaking of comics, before we go, because because uh, I know you don't currently read anything. Are you reading anything currently? Uh, I read way too much. Uh, Comicsology makes it so easy. Oh yeah. And now they've got Marvel on Comicsology Unlimited. It's just like crack. <laughs> I mean, I can't stop because Is they've that got. An s- app? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Seven ninety nine a month. I it's unlimited, totally but you get start. Yeah. Yeah, images on there. Marvel. IW, so how Dark recent Wars. is the Marvel on there? A lot of it's as recent as two months ago. Okay, that's good. Uh, even more recent. Because because I did the Marvel Unlimited for a little while and it was about six months late. Mm-hmm. But and so I did that for a while. But yeah, and I keep one of those things like I need to get back into it. I just I have it. But check out the Comicsology. Well, what stuff. I'm in, what I've been enjoying uh, Doom Patrol Gerard Way's version mm-hmm. is simply genius. I mean, uh, it riffs off of what Grant Morrison did, but it's so much more fun. But still is weird, and still captures those characters. Um, just amazing work. The the best comic on the stands right now, without a doubt, is Doom Patrol. 
Um, Batman. Anybody read The Brave and the Mold? <laughs> no. Okay. The best single issue comic I've read in years. Now, the, the every issue of the new Batman comic isn't that good, but that one with Swamp Thing is, is oh. amazing. Well, let's check it out. Just so poignant. Yeah. Captures everything about Batman in one 20-page issue. Just oh, wow. genius, really. Very, very cool. Yeah, and don't read the X-Men book. I, I, I'm trying because I'm loyal. I but want to, I, too. Are I, they and not good? They're terrible. They're horrible. Oh, horrible. See, that's no what I soul. wanted to read. I was, you know, because there was a great idea that they had in there. So, they, you know, they brought back the, the 90s themes of, you know, X-Men Gold and X-Men Blue. And um, there's, you're right. There is no soul to it. I no. mean... They, they, it's not even that the art's terrible. It's just oh. that there's the there's. Oh, but the art is terrible. Yeah, the art is terrible. <laughs> um, well, they had a controversy with um, the X Men Gold artist. Uh, yeah, well, I, I can't think of his name, but he right. he, was, he was putting some anti <laughs> Semitic stuff and, and, and anti Christian and anti Christian stuff. So he was sneaking it in, and and uh, people in the West didn't kind to that. So they he, Syaf, S Y A F. Yeah, and so they canned him on that, and so. He wasn't great anyway. I mean, no, they even tried, and they fired one of the main editors for Dan Ketchum for uh, the X Men line. Uh, but they need to fire them all. Right. It's it's sad. There's a great idea in there, but they're not ex- executing it. No pun intended. <laughs> Very well. It's like I like the idea of breaking them back up into teens because you want you you want teen books to make sense. And I don't want team books that have the same people in them either. Wolverine doesn't have to. Well, of course, Wolverine's there's like, ex, you know, Laura's Wolverine, and then you right. have Old Man Logan, which is around. And in X Men Blue, now you have the Ultimate Wolverine. Oh, why? James. Uh, Howlett. No, no, James Hudson. Hudson, who's uh, Ultimate Wolverine's blonde-haired son with old Wolverine's haircut. So the big wings and uh, it's yeah. So uh, now there's Wolverine's a go go, except for the good Wolverine, who is basically old man Logan. He just acts like you know, right, <laughs> right. right. They just the whole gimmick's died. Now he's just Wolverine again. So I, I like I I read Old Man Logan. It was a great comic. It was a good concept, but it didn't need to be brought over into. Right. It's actually been the best of the X Men line though, uh, when Lemire was writing it, um, and now they're gonna have him go up against Maestro the. Uh, the ultimate version of the Hulk from down the time stream. So that book has been pretty decent. Cool. Uh, the other ones, the X-Men team books are um, an embarrassment, yeah. honestly. <laughs> Marvel should be ashamed. They should be. Chris I, Claremont, if he was in a grave, would be rolling over in it. Well, they now. pay Claremont not to write. It's insane. Which is ridiculous. Which is ridiculous. Why? Right. And, and don't get me wrong, I love Claremont, but and not all of his stuff is great because there's there's like Claremont who's really really good, and then it's like Claremont when he's off his meds, he goes like <laughs> it's like well, we're gonna make the action dinosaurs for a little bit, but it will follow. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Excalibur. Right. <laughs> because it, well, I think I think he had freedom in that book to be weird, and then they could be straight on on the other stuff. But he didn't have that going into this new his last run, I guess, which was. Um, Ten years now, I think he did. Him and Alan Davis did Uncanny, right? And so it was just all kind of weird. And then they did House of M, which was I don't know, but that was weird. Yeah, decent, but better uh, than this mess. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Kevin, thanks for uh, for joining us. Uh, tell everyone how they can find all your wonderful comics. Um, you can find our books at inversepress.com. You can keep up with all of our uh, announcements, and there are a lot of them right now at, uh, on Facebook primarily. Just search for Inverse Press or Squared Circle Comics. Or, both. or check the show notes because we'll have links to all everything at our show notes. Awesome. Um, so uh, I guess that does it for us. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Scotty White and the rest of me at scottywhite.com. And you can follow me um, on Twitter at Stephanie S. Ward 1 and Instagram, always Stephanie or ScottyWhite.com. Yay! This is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Bye, everyone! Bye. Bye.
for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Mopcast Network, on Facebook.com slash Mopcast Network, or just visit us at Mopcast.com. And remember, this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Thank you for listening to the Mopcast Network.